Ravens against the Giants. Colin, Brian is picking the Giants because they're 4-1. Who are you picking? I I think it, this game is is going to be a, a close one uh, I, because of the, the Giants playing well for Brian Dable. And I it is one that uh, I did kind of go back and forth on because of the Wink Martindale factor and how I think that lay in. But it Hold was on. Fun... Have we got like a drinking game on the show this week? Drink every time we hear the word Wink Martindale. Like, Jesus, <laughs> it's not the Irish Giants show. But yes, okay, okay. Uh, well, it was a former giant who actually helped me make up my mind. That was Lawrence Tynes, who we've had on the, the show previously. And he uh, drew my attention to the fact that, well, the Giants' defense uh, has indeed been very good uh, through the first five weeks. Uh, they've only faced the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, um, uh, 25th ranked scoring offenses, um, or 27th as well. Um, and the Ravens are fourth. And for that reason, uh, I think that the Giants are going to make life very difficult for the Ravens. But as we've discussed on the pod previously, the Giants are still a few players away from, you know, being a really, really competitive team. Um, they Obviously, Brian Dable is doing a fantastic job, but I'm going to say that the Ravens really need to uh, get the, the win and they are going to squeak it out against the Giants. Yeah, as Colin has gone down the same road that I'm about to go down, which is, yeah, it's great to be 4-1 and, and what we played against... You know, you can only beat what's in front of you. I did feel that Aaron Rodgers was not playing at the level we've seen previously, which gave Giants a, a really good opportunity last weekend. But Lamar Jackson this season is, I mean, this contract thing is, as you said, each show is it's going up by the millions every time he steps on the field. And uh, he didn't even play, have the best of games last week, still found ways to win. 12 touchdowns over 1,000 yards. Um, he's only had five picks. I was looking at some of the touchdown comparisons this season. Quarterbacks, who you'd expect to be high up there. No one was up there with him. Her quarterback is only thrown three touchdowns this year because it's a game management situation. They're quite sturdy against the run. They will say Quan Barkley have the same same games in which we've seen recently. Again, the offensive line plays, in which it has been over the past few weeks, which has been really impressive. Um, potentially. But again, I think it's a big ask. It's one of those games at the start of the season you never felt they had a chance. So the fact that we're here and people are now saying it's a close game that could go either way is is positive. But I look at their players as well offensively. Mark Andrews, someone's going to have to shadow him throughout the course of the game. Dubery is starting to really come on. They've got the Dobbins back. They've got all the players. Defence, secondary, for them, it concerns me. But right now, we don't have the, the players to really go after that. So unless Berkeley has a day and Wink Martin can completely shut him down, we, it's the only way I see us win. I can't see it happen on Sunday, unfortunately. Close game. Ravens find, en- find enough, have enough in the end. Who's we? The, the Giants, yeah? I'm joking. I'm just taking the hand. I'm taking the hand. Mark is picking <laughs> the Ravens. Um, I'm going to make it really simple. I feel that this game will be a lot closer than what people think it'll be because I feel like the defense like went very well for the Giants over the last few weeks. I was very impressed with their performance last week. And if if the game was in London, I picked the Giants, hundred percent. But it's Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews and Dobbins and you know Devin Duvernay for a start as well. Um that being said, Daniel Jones looked like um you know Peyton Manning at one point last week. 
or he looked like Jalen Hurts at one point last week. Run the run the run. Uh, no, I can't. I cannot. I cannot pick the Giants in Baltimore. I can't do it. Um, that being said, they've had a hell of a start to the season. But this is Lamar territory. The Ravens now need to go on a run and win as many games as they can to get up there towards the end of the season. We see games this weekend, and we'll look at Buffalo against KC and how important it is for seeding in the AFC this weekend. You know, the Ravens have to go and win because one of those teams is going to lose. So they need to try and take advantage of that. Um, it's a full house on the Ravens and I'm really disappointed in Brian and I'm going to move on because we're not talking about Giants anymore. Buccaneers against the Steelers. Can we all just agree on who's going to win this game and move on? Or do we have... I'm, I'm joking. Colin, is there any way in which you can see the Steelers winning this game? No. And I rarely say that because I'm the one who's always saying, you know, there there is hope. But you lads love to talk about locks of the, the week. I I think this is it. It's just, it's a bad year for, for the Steelers. I, I think they made the right decision. I, I would have actually gone with Kenny Pickett from the very start. Trubitsky did. But the O-line isn't, isn't there. Najee hasn't been what they wanted him to, to be. Uh, without TJ Watt, their pass rush isn't what it was. So even though the pucks have not been maybe what we expected and they have their O-line woes, I just don't think this Steelers team, um, even though I expect a response uh, from last week's game, I, I don't think it'll be as bad. I just have the Bucks winning this. This is the one game I'm not really excited about this, this weekend. Uh, I'd see it as a, a low-scoring affair um, with Kenny Pickett over 300 yards last week. I was kind of forgotten in the in the morning in Buffalo that he had such high numbers. But again, is he going to do it this week against a strong Bucks defense? Bucks had landing for that's like making a Sunday roast, Brian, and having the best carrots, incredible mashed potatoes, lovely week cocktail sausages, and the chickens raw. He was shite last week. Like, are we are we going to no? Yeah, right, well, we go. said he, we we said he, he was going to have a difficult day. We all said it. You know, it's it, <laughs> I said it when Colin wasn't on the Monday. Me and Colin were in lockstep. He should have started from week one. If he started in week one, it wouldn't have been as daunting for him last week going into that game. Lenny Fournette came back last week, had a solid game for the Bucks, scored two touchdowns. To me, that's how, where the game is won the weekend. To lean on him, it, and I don't think to be as aggressive as we've seen with this Bucks offense in the past. And Dilly is to a comfortable win in the fourth quarter. Um, I still think Pickett might have a better game than people expect, but ultimately it won't, it won't matter because the Bucks will have enough to win. Mark, who are you picking? I'm picking the Buccaneers. He is picking the Buccaneers, uh, and I'm picking the Bucks as well. I um, I think it'll be a low-scoring game, and I think it'll be a run game, and Thomas Brady will rest his arm for another week and wait for another game. Uh, I am intrigued to see how Kenny Pickett utilizes his offensive weapons. How many interceptions will he have? The, the wee lads learning, I get it. It's going to take him a while. If he gets through this game where the Steelers lose in under 10 points and he only has one or two picks, he's doing well. The defense will keep them in it for a bit. This is my lock of the week. And when I say lock of the week, the spread, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, betting podcast for the people in the comments wondering. The spread is what, Brian? Eight? What? Minus eight. Printing money. They'll win by nine points. 100%. 18 plus, please gamble responsibly. Only about what you can afford. Uh, but that's my pick. It was a full house on the Bucks, And we're going to shift on up to Carolina. No, this game's in SoFi. Um, or Levi South, as some people call it. It's the Panthers against the Rams. 
in week six and this game is on sunday and ironically the charges play on the monday so um we're flying through these aren't we or is it just me we are we are flying all right okay we are well, this we'll, week yeah we will try and i mean like, there is like i think the two best games are coming after this so we'll, we will have a detailed discussion on those games but um well let's get everyone's pick for this i'm sure somebody out of the four of us have picked the the panthers to go to sofi and and beat matthew stafford who frankly colin let's look at the rams very quickly here in general the rams need a win not just for their record they need a win for themselves last week against dallas they were very very poor stafford's mechanics the way he was getting the ball down the field it just wasn't happening they look very low in confidence this is the must win game so early in the season for them it it is but they're fortunate that they are playing the the panthers i mean nothing has gone right for carolina i mean the look they, they bring in baker and he looks like he's having the worst uh season of his nfl career to date it's just been disastrous and um un- unsurprised to see matt rule move on was actually surprised that they were kind of giving him another year i think for the the panthers this is essentially about trying to find out who sticks around for for next year and and what exactly they they do um and in in fairness there was a, a very good discussion on um the athletic this week about what what do the panthers do and may, maybe maybe they do try to keep it together because if they are bad enough um they may end up looking into one of the top qb prospects and right now it looks like a strong glass though obviously that was said last year as well and you know the the jury is definitely still out on on that um but it's difficult to have a whole lot of belief in this um this panthers team at the moment i I think they will be helped by the fact that essentially they cleared out all of the rule guys and they just kind of totally changed up they wanted to move on from the Matt Rule era um, but this should be a, a get right game for the Rams I think the Rams might well look to bring in an edge rusher because I, I think they are really suffering from the lack of Von Miller um, and you've seen it what they've tried to do with Donald right they've moved him around and now he's dealing with an injury as well from what I understand but you've seen him they've moved him to the edge um, a bit like the Chiefs did last year with, with Chris Jones because they're trying to get him away from some of the double teams and obviously when Von Miller was there last year teams couldn't uh, double team him but the, the Rams, yeah, it, it's not what they they wanted in terms of their their offense. They were really, really struggling to move the ball on the ground. And Matthew Stafford looks like a QB who is hurt and playing hurt. Um, so I imagine for them, they just want to get this uh, game uh, over with and uh, try to... Uh, heal Matthew Stafford as much as possible, uh, bring in some reinforcements and see what they can do. Colm suggests that they might look to make make a potential trade or bring in reinforcements. I wonder would that person be on the other side of the coin this weekend in Brian Bourne's defensive end for the uh, the Panthers, who a lot of teams, a lot of sorry, media are speculating is one player that could be considered for a trade. Um, Colm has suggested it's about who's there next year. Well, it'd be interesting to see who's there by the end of November, come the trade deadline. 
so many stories going around this week about two wide receivers, Christian McCaffrey, Brian Burns potentially being moved on to get to acquire more picks for next year. And essentially that could be the reality of the situation. They need a quarterback next year. We spoke about it the other day. Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. It's is there any wonder that Matt Rule unfortunately lost the job, you know, when you're having quarterbacks of that caliber as your starter. It's difficult. And 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 the casting is they wanted to move away from Teddy. Teddy was the best one of the three. In this game, like it's all about the Rams really. They need to get back on get the show on their order. Two and three. They need to win three and three, get back to three and three. They're averaging sixteen points in offense per game. It's it's dire. The Panthers are averaging more. They're they're averaging eighteen points. Um Acres running game, non existent for the Rams, 151 yards throughout the course of the season. They're averaging 50, 60 yards a game. It's not sufficient, it's not acceptable if you want to be in the run, you know, come the end of the season. And they got away for large parts of the last season, then they went on that run. It's not sustainable. We've, we felt that they might have done something in the off season to kind of sort that out, and they haven't. Um, Cup, obviously, he's, he's having a great season. You know, strangely enough, he's having one of his best seasons, four touchdowns over 500 yards in terms of receptions. But they're not winning games. They have to win this weekend. I see them winning. It won't be pretty. I don't even think it'll be high scoring. I think the Panthers even might hang around for two or three quarters, but in the end, it'll have to be the Rams will find a way to get over the line and get back to 500. Mark is going with the Rams. Uh, I think, you know, we, 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 we talked about this on the broadcast the overnight. It's the first time since the first season that McVeigh was with the Rams that they're sitting under 500 and it's the longest situation in which into the season that they're in this position and I think this is a real test now over the next few weeks of of Sean McVay's pedigree as a coach he's a Super Bowl winning coach with the Rams but he's still a young coach and he still has stuff to learn and he'll agree with that there's ways that he wants to improve his game and uh, game management and I do have concerns in regards to Matt Stafford and his injury um, status at the moment you know he's not fully fit there's no point in even speculating that he is I remember when it came out the first few weeks of the season or like the build up to the the first game of the season when it was the Bills against the Rams and there was talk I think about a week and a half before that about Stafford and his arm or whatever and there was issues there and it was very quickly shot down and then we got into week one in SoFi and um, it was evident that there were issues not just with Stafford but in terms of the general communication it was a, a Super Bowl hangover they definitely miss uh, Von Miller that's for sure so there's there's guys they miss there there's there's ways and means of doing it and I think it shows you how difficult it is to not just repeat but to even challenge for a second Super Bowl in a row uh, and that could be a situation in which Kroenke might find difficult this season the only thing that the Rams are going for them is the NFC is so so poor at the minute um, you know the, 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 the Niners fans and fair play to them they're great guys they're talking about but winning the NFC West already, but we're only six weeks in. Uh, for this game, it's it's intriguing because the Panthers. I don't think that they should sell the house. I don't think that they should be trading away Christian McCaffrey. I just don't see why you would do that at the minute. Keep him, draft a quarterback next year, and go for it. That being said, if somebody is ready to sell or to to sell the farm and get him, consider it. But I think for me, they they should not look at a situation in which they just completely fold. Um. It's a, it's just a pity for, for Panthers fans. David Tepper seems to know what he was doing. He gave uh, Rule a $60 million contract with only $10 million incentives to get it to 70. How do you how do you motivate anyone to take a job? Oh, here, here the way. Here's $60 million. If you do your job, all right, we can give you 70 Oh, no worries. You're telling me if I just turn up, I get $60 million. Right, sweet, no worries. Like, why, why would you give... And I don't get me wrong, there's plenty of coaches in the league... 
they'll have plenty of incentives but I just don't think that that was the right move for the team that being said David Tepper's got more money than Ireland so we'll just take it as it is uh, in terms of the game I just can't see how um, the car lines get the ball down the field to stop the Rams I think the Rams will stop them Cooper Cup needs to have a better game this week than he has had over the last few weeks he's at signs was it, was it the Niners game where he played really really well but I want to see more of a connection between Stafford and his offence uh, and I'm looking forward to watching this game at the weekend um, not this game will be crap at the weekend. It'll be like 40-7 to 7 to the Los Angeles football Ramanators. Things can change very quickly in this league. The Rams go on a bye week next week. They'll use that time to obviously look over what they've done right and what they've done wrong. Then they come back and they play the 49ers at home. They could be, you know, that, those games are always close. They turn that game turn that game around in two weeks' time. They're right back in division and they have to because the following week to go to Tampa. So, two big games coming off the bye week. So, it's, it's, it's pivotal that they win this weekend, and you would expect them to. 